Hey y'all, welcome back to day three of Mobile Home Week. Come on into the room. Today we are discussing overcoming challenges and three major mistakes that you need to avoid on your journey. Okay, so today is day three of Mobile Home Week. As you are coming in, invite a friend, tell your homegirls, tell your homeboys to get in the room. Get in the room. Because hosting the mobile homes is really rewarding. You get to help people and you get a nice check for a product that you don't even own. Like you're selling a home that's not even yours. So it is very rewarding. But if you're not careful, you can make some costly mistakes. And when I say costly, I'm not just talking about money. Your time, your energy, your effort. Like this is work for real. It's not just like, you know, post something on social media and everybody going to buy it. No, you're actually in the trenches in the field doing the work. But it is so rewarding. So like I said, today we are talking about overcoming challenges and three major mistakes that you need to avoid. So while we're waiting on some more people to come in and y'all are inviting y'all friends who y'all know want to invest in real estate, who want to invest in mobile homes specifically and wholesale mobile homes i just want to give y'all a recap of what we've been talking about so far this week so y'all know on monday monday was day one we talked about the process no i'm storing we talked about the essentials so the five things that you need to successfully wholesale mobile homes and i got my notes right here because y'all know your girl can talk so on monday day one we talked about the essentials what five things do you need to successfully wholesale mobile homes so number one you have to have a winning mindset point blank period like you must go into this knowing like yes i'm gonna come up with some challenges some obstacles yes i may make some mistakes but it doesn't matter because on the other side of all of this i will win i will close my first deal period okay Number two, you must know how to deal with people and build relationships. Yes, we say, oh, this is the mobile home industry. But honestly, you're in the people business. You have to know how to treat people, how to talk to people, how to communicate. Because at the end of the day, anybody can wholesale mobile homes. But the person that is going to continuously be successful, that is going to consistently sell, which is something that we want to do, is going to be the person who knows how to build relationships and know how to deal with people. Number three, you need sellers and buyers. Without the sellers, you have no inventory. Without the buyers, you have nobody to sell the mobile home to. So they are a very critical part of the equation. Number four, you must have negotiation skills. I will die on this hill. Do not be thirsty to close a deal. And we're going to be talking about that some more today. And last but not least, number five, you need patience, patience, and even more patience. It took me six months to close my very first deal. Now, when I hosted Saturday school in March, on March 19th, it took one of my students less than two weeks to close her very first deal. So everybody has their own different process, but it is important for you to be patient. So that was day one. And while I'm talking about this, if anybody has any questions about day one, you know, just drop them in the comments and I would definitely answer your questions. So now let's get into what we talked about yesterday, which is day two. And we're just going to do a quick recap. If you missed day one or day two, it is okay. You can go to my YouTube channel or you can go to the Responsible Homegirl podcast and listen to the replay on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or like I said earlier, YouTube. So now let's get into yesterday. Day two, we talked about the process. So how do you close your very first deal? Number one, you have to receive an inquiry from a seller. So that's somebody picking up the phone, calling you, somebody texting you, somebody messaging you saying, hey, I have this mobile home that I want to sell. Now, once they hit you up, 
that goes into number two. You must vet the mobile home. Just because a mobile home is for sale, that doesn't necessarily mean that it deserves your time. So y'all remember we talked about that yesterday. You must vet your mobile home. You must vet your product before trying to sell it to somebody. Now, number three, you need to agree on a price with the seller and get them to sign a contract. The reason why they are signing a contract on their home, because I know y'all like, why am I, why are they signing a contract on their home? Well, it's because you want to be the only person marketing and promoting this home. You don't need to be marketing and promoting mobile home and they doing the same thing. And then they pick up the phone and call you one day and say, girl, I sold my mobile home. Now, you done did all of this work. You done contacted all of these people. You probably showed the mobile home and they have literally cut you out the deal. You get no money for that. So we want to be forward thinkers. We want to be intentional. So that is what the contract is in place for. It is giving you sole rights to market and promote the home. Number four, market, market, market. Besides being the middleman, your next job is to be a marketer. You need to market the mobile home to buyers because just having the mobile home, that's not enough. You get the mobile home, you market it, you put it out to people. Um, and like I always say, and I think we talked about this on the first day, like the importance of building up, not just that seller's list, but build up that buyer's list too. So when you actually get inventory, you are selling your mobile homes like hotcakes. Like y'all, I promise you right now, if somebody call me and say they want to sell a mobile home, the mobile home will probably be, probably be sold in less than two weeks because I already have buyers who are lined up waiting to give me cash money for the mobile home. So next, number five, you have to show the home. So this is my least favorite part because you have to coordinate schedules and just, you know, take time out of your day to physically be there. If um, you want to show the mobile home, sometimes some of my wholesalers and some of my students in the class, they don't even go to their showings. They just be like, yeah, this is the address you can go. So when you start your process, you can really pick and choose what homes you want to show, what homes you don't want to show, like you're going to figure out what works for you. And we're going to be talking about that a bit more in Saturday school and how to navigate that. And last but not least, to close your first deal, you need to negotiate and of course, close the deal. So that was just a recap of day one and day two of Mobile Home Week. So we talked about the essentials. We talked about the process. Now today, I want to talk about overcoming challenges because everything is not easy, Okay. And I honestly could go on and on and on about different mistakes, different challenges, different things that will come your way. But for the sake of time, and we're going to be discussing this more in Saturday school, I'm just going to give you three major mistakes that you need to avoid. So if you are listening right now, you currently wholesale, I'm pretty sure that this will bless your life. Because had I known these three different things before starting my mobile home journey, I probably would have closed my first deal way sooner. So the first one, we talked about this a little bit yesterday when I talked about the importance of vetting your home, which was step number two throughout your process. So major mistake to avoid. Number one, if you're taking notes, forgetting to ask about the title. Forgetting to ask about the title. The title of a mobile home shows ownership. It shows that you own the mobile home. You cannot sell a mobile home. You cannot transfer the title if you do not have one to transfer. Now, if you are dealing with people who do not have the mobile home, now the next step for, for you as a wholesaler is to make sure that they will get one, that they apply for the duplicate title, that they go deal with the DMV. Because remember, I told y'all yesterday that even though mobile homes are homes, they are looked at as 
vehicles. So everything dealing with the mobile home, you're going to kind of deal with it at the DMV, the Department of Motor Vehicles. But before you even get into talking about money, talking about when they want the mobile home to be moved off their land, if they're moving it off their land, um, just anything dealing with the process, you need to ask them, do you have the title of this mobile home? Point blank period. I gave y'all the example yesterday of, or maybe it was Monday, I can't remember, but I gave y'all the example of how I was doing all of this work for this mobile home just to find out weeks later that the person did not have the title. And the mobile home who was, I mean, the mobile home owner had died. The mobile home owner had died. They did not want to go to probate court. They didn't want to do all of these things to get the title. So it just left me trying to figure out everything. And honestly, it was nothing else that I could do for them because you don't have no title. Having no title is having no proof of ownership. And as a wholesaler, you are not putting your names on any documents or anything but at the end of the day, when you talk to your buyers, nine times out of ten, they're going to ask you because they know, do you have the title? How do you expect them to transfer something over if you don't have the title? And because we are treating our wholesale business as if it is a business and we're not doing things underneath the table, we're not doing things shysty or just not, how can I say it, like not honest it is very important that you ask your people, do you have the title? So that's mistake number one. Avoid that mistake. Forgetting to ask about the title. Now that comes into mistake number two. Mistake number two. Not fully communicating what you do in honesty and transparency. So coming into the wholesale game, I know some people, they may feel a little uneasy because essentially you are getting paid off of a product that you don't own and you're not getting paid a little bit a little bit of money i'm talking two thousand three thousand four thousand five thousand dollars seven thousand dollars off of a product that you don't own but i don't want you to just look at it from that lens i want you to recognize the value that you add to this equation sellers need you and buyers need you there are plenty of sellers who want to get rid of their mobile home but they don't have I would say they don't have the time to deal with talking to all these different people. They may end up lowballing themselves because they don't know what the going rates are right now and what people are actually paying for mobile homes. They just don't want to deal with the stress of finding somebody to buy their mobile home. Now, you as a wholesaler, you provide them so much value because you take that stress off of their hands. Not only do you take that stress off of their hands, now you are connecting their stress with somebody else, a buyer, who is actively looking for a mobile home. It could be somebody, I y'all, I don't have people who call me and say, my house just burned down. Literally, maybe about three days ago, a woman called me. She was like, my house just burned down. Me and my three kids, we need someplace to stay ASAP. So the next mobile home you get in, may you please call me first. She said, please put me at the top of your buyer's list. So you never know what people are going through. So when I say navigate the situation with honesty and transparency, when you are talking to your sellers, it is very important that you tell them how you get paid. Now, we have all different sorts of language and how to go about talking to your sellers, but you need to tell them you don't have to pay me a dime, but my assignment fee will be included in the price of the mobile home. I will not sell your mobile home and, you know, come back to you and ask you for money. I'm not doing anything like behind your back. This is how I get paid. 
that needs to be told to them upfront and honest. They need to know for a fact that you are getting money from their mobile home. Now, how much you're getting paid, I don't necessarily think that that's their business. You don't have to tell them because your business is your business. But it does need to be disclosed that you are getting paid and the buyers are responsible for paying you and that it will be included in the price. Because when you start negotiating, I can give y'all a great example. Literally, I'm in this situation right now with a mobile home. Just a little backstory. It's a really nice mobile home, but the seller bought it from an auction. Now, it's like this whole family situation because she bought the mobile home from an auction, like I said. And the mobile home was placed on a family member's land. Not her family member, but the person who basically got the mobile home taken away from them by the bank because they weren't paying the payments or whatever. And the mobile home is on that land. Now, the person who owns the land is very rude, very nasty, very racist. And he's essentially like, okay, yeah, you bought this mobile home from the auction, but I don't want nobody coming to look at this mobile home. I don't want nobody, you know, coming to fix up this mobile home, blah, blah, blah. You pay me $1,000 per month in lot rent. Y'all, $1,000 a month in lot rent, like, that is seriously unheard of. Unheard of, especially in South Carolina. In South Carolina, I would say the most you pay for lot rent, and this is on the the high end, is maybe $400. And my, my chances of hearing $400 are very slim. Lot rent is not that high. So for somebody to say, oh, you're going to pay me $1,000 a month to have your mobile home sitting here, that is extreme. However, it's his land. We can't tell a man what to charge or whatever. But I have been sending people to this mobile home to look at it. The mobile home is actually three hours away from me. So this is a case where I wasn't going to every showing. It was a lockbox on the door and I was letting people just go to the mobile home. So one of my potential buyers called me one day and she was like, this man was really rude. He told me to get off his property, blah, blah, blah. Now, mind you, all of the backstory that I just gave y'all, I did not know that prior to my potential buyer calling me. So now I'm hitting up my seller and I'm just like, seller, what's going on, sis? You didn't tell me about this property owner and his bad feelings towards you and him being nasty and rude. Like, I cannot send potential buyers to this property because this is a reflection of my business. And the last thing I want is some people mistreating my potential buyers. No, I'm building relationships with these people because, yeah, they may want a mobile home now, but then they may also know somebody that want a mobile home a year from now or two years from now or two months from now. Right. So we have been going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And now my seller is to the point where she's just like, I just want to get rid of this mobile home. Like, I do not care. So by the grace of God, a woman called me. And she was like, do you still have this mobile home for sale? I already seen it, so I don't have to go back out there. But all I want to pay for this mobile home is $25,000. And inside of me, I'm cringing. I'm like, uh, can you pump some hearts if you can hear me? It paused on my end because it said poor connection. Pump some hearts in the chat. Tell me in the comments below if you can hear me. I don't want to stop going. I hear you now. Okay. So, um, I can't remember where I was at. Okay, so she's she's at the point now where she's just like, I want to get rid of this mobile home. 
So by the grace of God, this woman called me. She's like, do you still have this uh, mobile home for sale? And um, I don't need to see it again. I've already seen it before. Before I came into the before I came into the picture, my seller was trying to um, to sell the mobile home herself, but wasn't finding success, right? So then she hit me up and was like, I need your help selling this mobile home. So now back to the lady. The lady calls me. She says, um, I don't need to see the mobile home. I've already seen it. But because of all of the work that needs to be done, I only want to pay $25,000 for it. So in my mind, I am literally cringing because I'm like, sis... That's what my seller wants. That's my seller bottom number. $25,000. My seller already told me, Kiani, I don't want no less than $25,000 because I've already been taking L's. Like, I can't take less than $25,000. And me personally, on any deal that I work, I'm not getting paid less than $3,000. So I was already marketing the mobile home in a way where the bottom number that I was going to settle for was $28,000. So here I am now trying to negotiate with this lady, negotiate back and forth. Like, are you sure you can? I was marketing it for thirty nine thousand. So like, it gave me a huge jump to come down to twenty eight. I was praying for thirty, right? So I'm negotiating back and forth with this lady. We're having plenty of conversations. So it just came a time where I'm like, you know what? I think this lady playing with me. So I'm gonna just walk away from the deal. So I said, Miss So and So. My seller cannot accept less than $29,000. But if you tell me what you're looking for, I'll add you to my buyer's list. If you want a three-bedroom, two-bathroom, I get mobile homes all the time. And as soon as I get something in, I will most definitely call you. I'll make sure that you see the mobile home before I even put it on any social media platforms or before I send it to any other buyers. So she was just like, okay, that's fine, blah, blah, blah. Sis was not budging. Sis was not budging at all. So I'm like, okay. Now, I know that my seller, she looks at this property as a headache. She wants to get rid of it. So I'm like, okay, now I got to have a real conversation with my seller and I got to put her in my business. So I go back to my seller and I'm saying, okay, seller, I got this person. She said she's willing to pay $25,000 for it, but I know that $25,000 is your bottom number. Can you bend on taking $23,000 and letting me take $2,000 from this deal. Now, I usually don't accept less than $3,000 on a deal. But I know how difficult this is. And how much money this has been costing you. So, can we settle for that? Can you take $23? I'll take $2. And then we just go on about our merry way. If you can't take that, it's okay. We'll just wait for another buyer. So, everything inside of me did not want to have that conversation with my seller. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just be honest. I'm going to be transparent. And I'm going to let her know. And could y'all tell me? She texts me right back. Like, literally two seconds back. And say, yeah, that's fine. Let's just close the deal. And I'm like, whew. Thank you, Jesus. Now, what does that tell me? Not only does honesty and transparency always win. But sometimes in certain situations, you have to bend. Now, there's no golden rule that says, Kiani, like you have to get $3,000 off every deal. No, that's not the case. That's just something that I set for myself because I know the work that goes into it. I know how I show up. I know what I do for my clients on the seller side and the buyer side and making sure that everybody is fully informed and super duper happy. But it's okay. I had to bend a little bit to get the deal closed. 
So wholesaling mobile homes is deeper than just the money, y'all. It's really about solving people's problems and adding value to them. So if I can tell you anything, avoid the mistake of not being fully transparent and fully honest with people because you're just really going to be hindering yourself and hindering your business, okay? Now, number three, last but not least, major mistake to avoid. Using one strategy to build your inventory. Now, this is something that I had to learn the hard way because I went through a season of a little drought where I wasn't getting anybody who was calling me to sell their mobile homes. So when I say avoid using one strategy, my one strategy in the beginning was putting out bandit signs, right? So I will always keep them in my car. I will go out anytime I'm riding someplace and I'm on a little country back road. You know, you will never know the names of those towns, but you know, they're super country and you see the mobile home. If I'm at a stop sign, oh, I'm definitely turning on my emergency light. I'm going to pull over on the side and put out me a bandit sign. Like this becomes a part of your lifestyle because you are always looking for clients. You are always looking for sellers, right? But the problem with that is it's almost like having your eggs, all of your eggs in one basket. When it comes to building up that seller's list and building up your inventory, you want to diversify the ways that people can come to you. So now I had to sit back and think, okay, Kiani, these bandit signs, they have been working for you, but it's a little quiet right now. And we don't want your business to be quiet. So what other ways can you show up? What other ways can you get people to know that you are in the business of helping them get rid of their mobile homes for a cash price? So I started thinking. I started doing more research. I started just doing more stuff, right? So all I can say is, because I don't want to give out all of the gems here on you know, IG. I want to save some and save some practical strategies for the people who are actually coming to Saturday school and ready to put in the work. Different strategies for you to not have your eggs all in one basket. Different ways that you are always bringing people into your business. Now, am I saying that somebody going to be on your line every single day saying, oh, I want to sell my mobile home? No, that's not what it is. That's not how it is. Some days you may go a week without somebody calling you or two weeks without somebody calling you. But you can't control that. One thing that I always preach to my students is focus on what you can control and show up consistently. So I know I can control how many bandit signs that I put out. I know I can control how many flyers I put out. I know I can control how many times I tell people that I wholesale mobile homes. I know how many times I can control all of these different ways, building relationships. Like it's so many different ways that you can build up that sellers list and build up your inventory. So last and final mistake, do not have all of your eggs in one basket. Make sure you diversify your ways of building up that inventory, building up that sellers list. And like I said, in Saturday school, we are going to go over verbatim how to do that, how to be successful, how to actually, I would say, put yourself out there in more ways than one. And I think y'all think I told y'all this on either day one or day two. Like my student that closed her deal in less than two weeks, her strategy for closing her first mobile home deal was totally different than my strategy for closing my first mobile home deal. Like the process is the same, but like I told y'all before, every single deal that I have dealt with has been on private land. Every deal that she's dealt with, which is two deals so far, was on mobile home parks. So the process is the same, but the strategy is different. And we're going to dig deep into all of that 
at Saturday School on June 4th. So if you are interested in wholesaling mobile homes, I need you after this live to go click the link in my bio and register for Saturday School. Click the link in my bio. It's going to say Saturday School 2.0 and go register. Now, I'm telling y'all now, I only have 30 slots. The first time around, we had 20 slots and 15 were filled up. So we didn't pack out the class in March. But I know for a fact in June, we will pack out the class because we have results. So people know it works. My first time hosting Saturday school, I charged $97. $97. And my student that closed her first deal in less than two weeks, y'all, she made four figures off of her first deal. I just told y'all a couple of minutes ago that on the deals that I work with, I always say I don't want to take less than $3,000. Now, this deal that's about to close, of course, I'm taking $2,000 because of the situation that we're in right now. But what's $97 compared to a four-figure return? This time around in um, June, the class is $397. What's $397 compared to a four-figure return? What is it? You are going to get your money back plus more when you close your first deal. So in addition to Saturday school on June 4th, which is the live workshop, it starts at 12. I'm thinking right now it's probably going to be like two and a half hours based off of the first time I had Saturday school. It was like two hours long. So this time around, it's starting at 12 and may end at 2, 2.30, whatever. But I'm giving you my all questions, answers, whole entire process. I'm not holding nothing back. Not only do you get the live workshop, on Saturday school on June 4th at 12 p.m. But you also get access to me. So help closing your very first deal. Remember I told y'all on day one, after I invested in my class, it took me four months to even take action. Why? Why did it take me four months to even take action? So if you are thinking that you're going to just put your money into this and procrastinate, not on my watch, no. I'm going to be that person to push you and ask you, what are you waiting on? Because honestly, to get started, you don't need a whole lot of money. You need time, energy, and a bomb work ethic, period. So I'm going to be there walking you through closing your very first deal. You can call me, text me, and get help and guidance from me on closing your first deal. And so I'm just giving y'all all of this stuff for this little price of $3.97. And in addition to that, you get access to our Facebook community called Home Girls Who Wholesale. And inside of that community, we do monthly check-ins. We're always really checking in with each other on a daily basis, though. But we do monthly, like, I would say Zoom call check-ins where people can come. They talk about what deals they're working on, what they're struggling with, what they're doing good with. It's basically a time for us to just all talk about different things pertaining to our wholesaling journey and then get advice from other people. So even though I created Saturday School, I created Homegirls Who Wholesale, I am the leader, but I'm not really the leader because I'm learning just as much as I'm teaching, period. So it is a way for us to hold each other accountable, a way for us to motivate each other, a way for us to just, you know, keep going. Because y'all, believe it or not, everything that we want, we already have. We just have to possess it. We have to do the work it takes to get it. We're not working from a place of lack. I was literally reading about this in The Balance. Y'all, this book is so good. So good. And I love reading and investing in myself because I'm a person that shares a whole lot. So if I don't keep myself filled up, what am I giving to y'all? 
I'm not coming to y'all pouring from an empty cup. But anyways, back to the book. It was talking today. I was reading chapter four about the gift of rest. And it was like, we don't work from a place of lack. We don't work because, oh, I want this so bad. I don't have it. No, we work because we already know that we have these things. We just have to possess it. And then I'm just spending more time with myself, spending more time with God. And then it just dawned on me. I'm like, okay, I envision my life. I envision everything that I desire in little boxes. So the time freedom that I want, the financial freedom that I desire, the beautiful family, the husband, the just all of the things, the successful businesses, the millions to give away. All of this stuff is in different boxes in a room. But inside of that room is a room full of boxes. So I just want y'all to like visualize this with me. Tap into your imagination really quickly. You're in a room and the things that you desire are inside of these boxes. But the room is filled with boxes. So you look to your left, you look to your right, in front of you, behind you, it's boxes everywhere. So it is your job to gonna go through the boxes, to search through the boxes. Now the boxes, they don't have no labels on it, no nothing. It's your job to search through the room, search through the boxes, move some things around to get your hands on what it is that you desire. Now, you're not stressing. You're not worrying because you know that the things are in the room. You just got to put your hands on them. It's no different than when we lose our keys. We know that our keys are somewhere in the house. We just got to put our hands on them. Yes, we may get frustrated. Yes, we may get annoyed. Yes, we may want to give up and say, you know what? I ain't even going no more because I can't find my keys. But eventually, you're going to have to find your car keys if you want to go somewhere. So the same thing with life. The things that we want are in little boxes in these in this room. But the room is filled with boxes. So now, it is your job to journey along that room and find what it is that you need to put your hands on. So we are operating from that place, not a place of lack. So come to Saturday school if you know that you're looking for a side hustle, a profitable way to profitable way to supplement your income, you know, earn an extra $3,000, $4,000 a month, or if you get real bad and started closing multiple deals a month, just whatever it is. You may have a strong reason, a strong why why you need more money, why you want to help people, why you want to invest in mobile homes. Come to Saturday school because I believe wholesaling is a great place to get start get started and who better than to teach you the responsible home girl okay so before we end the live we went a little bit over today but i still want to leave time for q a questions and answers so if you have any questions about what we talked about today which is day three of mobile home week overcoming challenges please drop them in the comment box below and I will definitely answer them. And while y'all are putting your questions below, I'll go ahead and just do a quick recap of today. So day three, overcoming challenges. I want you to avoid these three major mistakes. Mistake number one. Y'all ready? Mistake number one, forgetting to ask about the title. The title proves ownership. Mistake number one. Mistake number two, not fully communicating what you do and how you provide value in an honest and transparent way. 
The sellers need to know that you are getting paid from their deal. You are getting money from the mobile home. No, they're not paying you, but that still needs to be communicated. Major mistake number three, please avoid this mistake. Using one strategy to build your inventory. Do not have all of your eggs in one basket. So those are the three major mistakes that I want you to avoid as you start your wholesaling journey. This was overcoming challenges. And of course, at Saturday School on June 4th, I have so many more for you. Um, we getting into all of the tea on June 4th. Like I told y'all before, if you missed day one where we talked about the essentials and day two where we talked about the process, you can watch the replay on my YouTube channel. It's just the Responsible Homegirl on literally everything. Or you can listen to the replay on the Responsible Homegirl podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And I don't see any questions today. I must be, you know, sharing that much game. Y'all don't have no questions. This is the time to pick my brain, which people love to do for the free, which I don't mind. I don't mind because I'm blessed to be a blessing. And the things that I charge for, I charge for. So any questions before I end the live? I'm going to give it a little bit more time. Okay, I don't see any questions. So thank y'all so much for rocking with me on day three of Mobile Home Week. Tomorrow is our last day. Tear, tear. I'm very sad because I enjoy doing this. Tomorrow is our last day of Mobile Home Week. And tomorrow we are talking about getting started. So what it takes to get started. I gave you all this information. Now, where in the world do I start? So I want to see you tomorrow. On IG Live at 12 p.m. We're talking all about getting started. And yeah, y'all know we're going all the way up. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me this past 30 minutes. Always remember, with exposure, execution, and consistency, there is absolutely nothing you can't do. See y'all next time.